I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, your go-to podcast for reality TV, pop culture, mum life, and all things in between. Hello and welcome back to our, is this our first episode or our second episode back for 2024? It is second, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, thank you for joining us. We had hoped to start with a bang and we are kind of in a weird personal kind of way. So just before we get into the week's catch-ups on our shows, not that there's many of them to catch up on um, because everything's still on a bit of a break, just some breaking news for me. Um, And we talked about this a lot. So last year on Keeping Up With, no, it's not Keeping Up With The Kardashians, it's The Kardashians, we discussed Chloe and the skin cancer that she had removed from her face. And that prompted me to go get checked and um, it was fine. I was told it was nothing to worry about. Got it checked again, still nothing to worry about, booked in to have it burnt off and doctor decided to do a biopsy. And that biopsy came back on Monday morning as positive for melanoma. So I am booked in tomorrow morning to have what is really quite a large piece of my face (laughs) cut off. Um, Mm -hmm. The texture marks are quite confronting from the surgeon. I'm really lucky. I have private health, not that it's really covering much, which is a shock. It's It's covering not even 10%, probably 5% of the cost of everything. Um, but I've got a great plastic surgeon here in Geelong who does a lot of intricate work. So hopefully, fingers crossed, um, long-term, the scar will be minimal because it's yeah. right, like right next to my nose. Yeah. So that's my news. <laughs> yeah. And I'm so sorry that that's happened. Thank you. Um, I'm glad that you got checked and you've gone to it early. So yes. that is like silver lining and being able to spread the message to people to go and get it checked. So I am, while it's awful that it's happening, I'm glad that it's yeah. happening at yeah. this stage. Yeah. Um, as far as the star goes, I know it's confronting and I would be the same thinking about a scar, but they have amazing things now. They do laser, yeah. they do all sorts of things for scars now and really huge scars or scars from accidents. So I wouldn't be too wrapped yeah. up in that, but it definitely I would be scared as well. I'm feeling pretty good about it like it is stage one which is Mm. great my I have a history of it in my family my mum had a stage four on her arm they got all of that that was but that was again quite confronting it was a large chunk that they had to take out of her arm but yeah stage one and I shared it over on my Instagram I'm probably probably up to about a hundred people now have dm'd me or commented to say that they have booked in their skin check so yeah and I was always wanting to share the experience because I wouldn't have gotten checked unless Khloe Kardashian hadn't have shared it so it's this flow-on effect and you know you've got a platform of followers it's important that they see especially on my account which is about being real and honest um very genuine so um you know I was able to show that not all skin cancers look like a mole that's just started to change this mark on my face came out of nowhere it wasn't even there like a burn yeah it was like like a blemish that sort of popped up and then grew and because I was pregnant throughout the year all my moles were going crazy I'm one of these people that I can have a mole triple in size and then almost disappear after I'm pregnant so I fully expected that to happen 
But looking back through my photos, it was after I had the baby that it really ramped up and yeah. it actually got worse over Christmas. And so that was why the doctor, when she saw me, when she was going to freeze it off, was like, well, you got to biopsy that. Glad that she stepped in as well. Yes. She could have just frozen it off and then. Yeah. Um, also, my husband and your husband, they're tradies, they work outside. So my husband books in every year for a skin check and I think mm-hmm. that it's important that men do it too because I do feel like as mums we put ourselves at the back of the line um, mm-hmm. and then also men just don't get checked. That's so right. he makes it a priority now. He gets checked. He's had a few, um, there was never anything that's come back, but he's had a few suspicious moles cut out because he yeah. has moles things. Um, so I think it is important for everyone to get checked. Yes. And it's but, perfect timing because school is back. So now that the yeah. kids are back at school, book the appointment, book yeah. it in and get it and done. It's, very, it's fairly quick too. Oh, so quick. Yep. I've had a full body check by the plastic surgeon when I went in for the consult about the face. He straight away checked my whole body. He's going yeah. to have a look closer at a couple on my neck on the back there. So, you know, for peace of mind, it could take all of 10 minutes, get it done. Yes. I have a funny story to maybe lighten the mood about it. I had a check because my husband went and had his check. So I had a check and I don't have a lot of moles or anything. So I had a full check once and they were like, you're all fine, blah, blah, blah. And then there was a mole on my arm that got quite dark. And I was like, I'm going to go get it checked. So I booked in at the same place and I went in, the guy's like, strip off. And I was like, but it's, and he's like, just strip off. I'll be back in a minute. So I stripped off sitting there in my knickers in the little thing and he comes back in and he said so where are the moles of concern I'm like it's here he said, oh that's not necessary this is not necessary at all I'm like I know he's like I'm so sorry he thought he was doing like a fool like no no just this one so but I had it checked and that was what's important he checked exactly it, professional it's not scary either no no it's not very quick no. and easy yeah so yeah, I'm wishing you all the best for tomorrow. Thank and I'll you. And i thinking of you and I'm so glad that you've, um, in, like, not inspired but got more people to go and get checked. Yes, it's a shitty situation but there can be some really good outcomes to come out of it for people, even if it's just be getting the all clear on something that they're just not sure about. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Cool. Now, on to what we've all been waiting for, the return of Vanderpump Rules for, I don't know, season 11, I think it is. Yeah, season 11. So it was a big season last season. And from what I gather, the cameras got picked up at the end of last season. And this one has followed fairly closely on behind. So they were all sort of fairly fresh. I watched the episode. I didn't love it. I feel like it's one of those things where we've seen so much of it already in promotional um, videos that have come out. So you get these long trailers that have come out that we've spoken about. We've seen so many of the scenes that you kind of go like that. Mm-hmm. You like, oh, saw this. I saw this. I've seen. And then I was like, they've shown so much of this first episode. But um, I don't know. I feel like. Part of me, I feel sorry for Ariana for what's happened. Well, I do feel sorry for what's happened with her, mm-hmm. with the cheating and everything. But so- someone hasn't died. Sandoval didn't kill someone. And the no. way that she's talking about it, like, oh, this is the seat that I sat in and this is where I was. And I'm like, babe, you moved on 10 days or 10 yeah, whatever. 10 days. 
I didn't realise it was so quick. So, yes, what happened was obviously heartbreaking. It was a relationship and it was a friend of hers and all this sort of stuff, but she moved on fairly quickly afterwards. But she really, I feel at this point, when I saw that scene of Lala saying someone got cheated on and now she's treated like a queen or a god or whatever it is, I do feel like sometimes she does milk it a little bit because it was he cheated. And I know it's awful, but it's human and it's what people do. And the way that she's like, oh, this is the seat that I sat in and this is where it's happened, it's like that's the seat that she was told that something awful had happened or something. And it's kind of like I get it. But you've got a new boyfriend now. It's time to exactly. move on and kind of, I don't know. I don't yeah. want to watch that yeah. whole season of her being resentful of it. No. I thought it was very interesting that for the entire first episode we had no Tom Sandoval. Mm-hmm. So he was in New Zealand filming for that whatever the SAS. run around in the wilderness, yeah, SAS or something, one of those uh-huh. sort of reality shows. Yeah. And the show was missing him. I think it did need him to pick that back up because it was the Ariana show again. Mm. There was a lot of Lala. Lala's having a difficult time. She's sort of struggling a bit. Um, It felt really slick, i got to say. Like it was nice production. I I enjoy those sorts of things when I'm watching a show. It felt like a really well-made show and they were putting it together really nicely. But I was bored and... It wasn't until I got to the end where they showed what's coming up for the season where I went, oh, gee, that looks good. Yes. <laughs> like I was more excited by the trailer that we'd already seen than the episode itself. Yeah, I felt that as well. It did miss Tom. And you've got Lala who's now sort of backflipping on the Rachel Raquel situation. So she's saying, I've been there, I've been the other woman. And I, I can see her perspective from things that she sort of had a wake up call. Like I didn't like when everyone called me a mistress, I couldn't Mm. see what was going on. I was in love and I had blinders on, but she has been pretty vile to Rachel. Mm. She said some really nasty things, even before this whole scandal thing, Lala was never her friend or a fan of hers. I don't know. Sometimes I think she does things to be, um, I don't know, controversial. Yeah. Is she doing that to be controversial? I don't know. Is she genuine? I'm not too sure. How do you feel about the Ariana thing? Do you feel like she's, for someone who's moved on, do you feel yeah. like she's kind yeah. of milking it? Um, I think I think it's just still in that really early stage. Like I think when they picked the cameras up again, it was after three months. And I suppose you have to put yourself in the shoes of someone who's been in a long-term relationship. I know no one died, but it is still that grief period that they're going through so she's probably going to be milking it for and when I say, that sounds really terrible to say milking it but it's going to affect her and it's going to cloud her judgment and make her behave a certain way I think for a really long time boyfriend or no boyfriend because she's yeah. got to get over it and it's going to take years so yeah I agree yeah I, and in reality tv land everyone's watching you and everything's magnified and things need to move at a fast pace and so the expectation is that she needs to move on like right now and that's it but in reality if this was just a normal situation with a really bad breakup it would be years of toxic behavior um 
you know, making friends, not talk to the ex, not wanting to be around them, not being able to say their name. Like it's such a bizarre situation to be in, to have cameras in your face within 12 weeks of something so significant. Yeah. And also I think it's from my perspective watching it because we're a year down the track. Mm. So I'm like, oh, why are we back here? But it's they've picked the cameras up and it's probably that situation again with the Kardashians where we've seen so much in real time. We've yep. seen that she's thriving now. We've seen that she's on Broadway. We've seen all this stuff. And then to go back and watch her be sad Ariana, but then you yeah. forget that it was really just, so I suppose my perspective is off. Yes. And no but one's then- going to sit back and think about how they need to change their perspective in order to watch it and feel a certain way. It's going to be really interesting to see how the audience, how the internet reacts to Ariana now, now that yeah. the gloss of all the campaigns and you know, all of the photo shoots and the performances when that all wears off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I did find it boring. That's yeah. the sort of notes that I've got. And I do think that, again, if they're going to have this, it's what like with the Kardashians, if they're going to do long trailers and they're going to share so much of their personal lives and have them on Watch What Happens Live all the time and have them interviewing all the time, then they need to be faster with the production. And yep. we needed this second part of last year. You can't. Yes. You have to churn it out a bit quicker. Yeah. If audience is interested. Something I really liked about this episode was the little digs that the producers were giving us with James and Ali's new house and that it's basically under a flight path. So every time there's a cross to them in their new home, they show the planes going overhead. <laughs> at the time. I love that. I love that. The house is beautiful. They've got a pool. It's very spacious. It's, it's a, it would be a multi-million dollar home, but it is directly underneath aeroplanes flying quite low. So I'm wondering if the um, microphones are picking them up. So they have to keep showing the aeroplanes so that they can give context for the sound. I don't know. And James was, James is back off drinking again. Yeah. As well, that he said that today. So he's good on him and he's doing it for himself, not because he's been given an ultimatum. So that's good. Yeah. That was good yeah. to see. And we're going to see Jax this season. And then we've got the spin off with Jax and, um, oh my God, what's her name? Kristen. Kristen. Yeah. And then some other people. I don't know what it's called. I'm not overly keen on watching it, but I feel like I'll hate watch it. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'll hate watch. We might love, but we're, we're prepared to hate. Low expectations, lower the bar. Yeah. Um, but Jax is coming up in this season of Vanderpump. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Tom Schwartz this episode? Um, he's just so needy. <laughs> That's just the vibe I get. He's still pining for his relationship with his ex-wife that he basically damaged beyond repair with everything he said in the last season. Katie doesn't want a bar of him. Yeah, he needs new life. He needs a new focus. You know, we say a new storyline, but in his life he needs new direction and that's what we need to make him interesting to watch as a character. And he needs to find himself outside of the Tom Tom relationship. But again, filming so far back, 
he was in that Tom Tom thing. Now he might be different. Now if it was filmed today, I think we might see a different Tom. Yeah. He does seem needy in the I need a hug and what about me and he's feeling sorry for himself. He could be different mm. and I'm interested to see, yeah, moving forward. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's it was back. okay. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I want to talk about Beverly Hills because um, it's probably the other franchise that's giving the most right now. There is a helicopter flying low above my house. Mama. <laughs> Someone's looking for someone. <laughs> flying over. That's how petty he is. It's like Vanderbilt Rules. Yeah, I would do it. Go, James. Oh, my God. Here I am dissing James for living under a flight path. <laughs> I've probably got a police helicopter going over my place. I love it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Back to Beverly Hills. So they're in Spain. They've mm-hmm. gone on their little trip and Anna Marie is gunning for Crystal. She's come out with a whole heap of allegations of things that Crystal has said about the ladies. Now, first, I don't like that whole sit down in a group and then one person says, well, this person, you know, she said this about you and you and you. It's so high school. I really dislike that style of entertainment. It's not entertaining to me. That being said, all the things that she's accused Crystal of saying, I believe that Crystal probably did say them about the women. So she's saying they're uneducated, you know, things along uh, along that line. Crystal's always sort of come out with little comments She's got that I'm better than you persona that she's that she plays. Um, but, yeah, I don't like that Anna Marie's done. I'm not a fan of Anna Marie. This whole esophagus gate has just, like, it's taken over the whole season. The fact that that's what this season is becoming known for is just, I think it's really sad because Erica, Sutton, Garcelle and Crystal, I think, are having their best seasons um, although Erica put a foot wrong last week and brought up the earrings again, she's won her case in court that the earrings shouldn't necessarily have been given back. It's like, mate, stop bringing up the earrings this mm. week, which I think airs today. She's meeting with some of the victims. So hopefully that repairs the damage that was done in last week's episode. Um, but, yeah, so so that's sort of what's going on. Um, they're in Spain. There are little people apparently haunting the villa where they're staying. <laughs> like, that's stuffed. I'm not staying there. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious when Garcelle was like, I was so annoyed staying with Sutton last time we were away and now I'm going to go find her because I'm scared of the little people. <laughs> that was funny to me. I love those yeah. things. They're like, are they? Are they little people? Are they children? And they're getting like in their heads about it. Yeah. They're the things that I love where it's just like funny, natural, yeah. and they sort of get the giggles about it. And yeah. Um, on Erica, there's another season of Housewife and Hustler that's coming out on Hulu. Okay. And I don't know how we would watch it. I watched the first one last year and I can't remember how I watched it. Yeah. If it was on one of the streaming services, but yeah, the second one, and it is her meeting the victims. So I think that's part of okay. what we're going to see tonight. They're filming yeah. for that as well. Yeah. Um. So I'm love. I really do enjoy Erica this season. After yeah. a couple of seasons where I was very much off her, I'm back on Erica Sutton. I wasn't sure about, but she's 
she's funny. She's so yeah. quirky and funny. Kyle's not giving much, but there's some drama happening with her and Morgan, and Morgan yeah. has deleted all the photos. What's yeah, happening? I know, and so has Kyle. They Are both they no have. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Was she just being used for a storyline? Like I don't I don't know. I'm genuinely confused about the whole thing because it seemed, especially with Kathy Hilton getting involved and saying how happy she was, it seemed like things were really serious between Morgan it, and Kyle. It seemed definitely to me like it was more than a friendship. Yeah. In the way Kyle looked at her, the excitement in her eyes, the way that they were, it was definitely more than a friendship. It mm. seemed like when you're excited about a new person that you're seeing, mm. like in a in a romantic way, not in just a friendship sort of way. Yeah. So it's yeah. something more to it, but I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I need to know. Too. But, yeah. I like Crystal this season that she's, when she said to Anna Marie at the uh, the last event, I think it was in the week before, and she was like, you're such a bitch. I loved I that moment. <laughs> Finally, she's come out and saying things. Yeah. Sophicus thing is annoying me, but it's annoying Anna Marie. She's saying, I wish I never did it. And it's like, well, hindsight, it's actually really a silly thing. Why mm. are we questioning Sutton's health issues mm. so long? I think production have a lot to say for or answer for with casting her directly as a full-time cast member, giving her a diamond. Like it's, she's not from reality TV land. And so here she is just talking, not thinking about the consequences, not thinking that this will end up being a narrative that runs for a really long time, which pissed off a lot of professional people. You had professionals, you had doctors, anesthesiologists, you had entire medical associations making comment on what she was saying about this medical condition. She, I just don't think she fully understood what the consequences were of her line of questioning and then her responses to it. She should have been introduced as a friend of. You kind of got to dip your toe in the water. You got to see whether or not the audience is receptive. Yeah. You learn how to be on reality TV, I think, unless you're really made for it. I think yeah. you need to be drip fed into a show and then promote it up. Because or you come in with your diamond, like Crystal. She's not a housewife. Like, you know, she's got her husband who's a producer or director or, you know, like she's yeah. wealthy yeah. and everything. But she's not a reality TV sort of person, but she came in fairly quiet. Yeah. Sort of yeah. sat back. Hasn't she driven knew how to play it. Yeah. Whereas Anne-Marie came in and tried to drive a storyline. And also I really don't like people speaking about how she tried to talk about Sutton and an eating disorder and all that sort of thing. I think at what point do you think a woman that you've just met, if she says, oh, well, you know, this is because of your eating disorder, if she has not told anyone else, she's not going to say, oh, you've got me. I've got mm. an eating. Like you, yes. All it's going to do is create that person to go inwards. And I, I think if they're speaking about things like that, that are heavy subjects, Kyle's had an eating disorder, Crystal's had an eating disorder, the way they addressed it was right. The way this was is not the way it came out was wrong. And I don't like that sort of stuff. But yeah. And all the doctors' opinions and stuff um were funny. Like you had the other reality TV doctors weighing in. Yeah. 
But then I did some stories and I want them to weigh in on Lars's sex life. And no one has. I just don't understand. Is, is her, this is going to sound really crass, but is her vagina just permanently open? <laughs> I need five I times a night regarding this because I even had questions when she used to talk about it with Scotty Pippen. She was like, mm. oh, we do it four times a night every night. Every night. So every <laughs> night that you're together. And then I'm at every night, which is what, as a sundown to sun up, or is it a 24-hour period? Because they're not like <laughs> us where they're working. So do you know what I mean? You might have a morning one, a little afternoon. But even then, fitting in four. Yeah. And I You know not- what? We need to submit a question to um, the reunion for Andy to ask. We need Andy to clarify with Larsa about this five yeah. times a night. She really stands by it, and I think that is an unrealistic statement. Five times a night maybe sometimes, but, I mean, yeah, every night. (laughs) Are you sleeping? Is there foreplay? Like I have so many questions. We spoke about this last time, but I can't stop. Like it's just so silly. Um, Anyway, we also had, speaking of people who really want the diamond or to be on reality tv we had the reunion wrap-up of salt lake city so we spoke about it in our last episode now we've had the two reunions so it's all over it's all finished i found some of it so hilarious when monica was like the fbi wanted me to drive past her house (laughs) and everyone was like what like they just ask you Oh, it's just a, she's a walking meme when she says things like that. I was like, come on. Yeah, that was wild. The reunion was good. I feel like it could have probably been two episodes. They did drag it out a little bit. They did. The burn book. That was fell mean. flat. What was that? I don't know. It was it was just mean. Yeah, it was. It was just mean. And she, she what was she saying? Oh, it's meant to be funny. It's meant to be funny. Like, it's not funny. There's, there's nothing funny about it. It's just childish. Yeah, there's funny mean. Like when Erica said to Denise something about who makes more money on OnlyFans, you, okay, it's mean. That was mean when she said that, but it was funny. Yeah, and it was in and the she moment. she asked for it. Denise asked for that. She pushed yeah, the bear. Denise asked for it. Pushed the bear. But when you're going after people and just genuinely being really mean and just like even how I I speak about Mary, how she's just mean on people's appearances, mean on people's bodies, that's where it's I draw the line a little bit and I don't find it funny anymore. It just crosses into being mean. So that burn book was ridiculous. The Heather um, Black Eye story, I'm so sick of it. It better not Mm. come up next week. I didn't really get an answer to it, just that Jen did it, but not how. How did she hit her that hard that she blacked out? Like, yeah, like it was just remember. You'd like remember because even if you're really been drinking a lot, Mm. I imagine if someone whacked you that hard in the face, you'd be like, Oh, I remember getting hit by when she threw a shoe or when she did, yeah, like mucking around and she dropped something, or there was nothing. Yeah, that storyline annoyed me. Yeah. And there were a lot of people comparing what Monica had done versus what Heather had done because, and I was glad that they did this, like Andy pointed out to Heather, you basically accused production at one point of yes. of making, you know, 
being responsible for it or editing it out and you know he called her out on it but there was a lot of blame put on Jen and the stress Jen put everyone else under sort of forced people to act a certain way and Monica was certainly using that as her reasoning for the things that she had done it was all about um trying to expose Jen but in the course of doing that she was also being just hideous towards the other ladies on the couch we spoke about uh, whether we thought she should stay now she's on pause Monica's not coming back next season what do you think about that are you what do you think is going to happen to Salt Lake next season is her mum coming (laughs) (laughs) her mum's screaming in a corner somewhere at a plant (laughs) in her Burberry Mom, she's what a horrible, horrible woman. Um, she is horrible. I I don't know. I would have kind of liked to have seen her back. Yeah. I, I, it's just one like- of those things. I think, I think they're right. Like the way that they say the thing that she didn't really get was that those women are very tight. They might fight and have their issues, but they are more like a family, I think, than any of the other casts well, on the other are. franchises. Yeah, well, that's right. To our family, <laughs> and the others, <laughs> they, they've be. been through a lot. And then yeah. to to do what she did, it it would have been really difficult to film anything with her because no one would have wanted to talk to her. No one would have done anything. I think pausing is the right thing to do. They have cast two new people. I I shared something to our Instagram last night. There's two new women. I've not seen them before. I can't, don't ask me their names. I was middle of the night I think I was sharing it but there's new cast already for Salt Lake yeah so whether they bring Mary back I don't know um yeah I'm sort of over Mary yeah well I I don't need Mary no I I like her being quirky and stuff but mm, I find it funny that Heather is and Andy did question this as well Heather is so distraught with Monica as being part of Reality Vontese but then she still gets her hair done by the other lady and it's like you can't be mad, yeah, true. so mad at one and then not about the other. And I know Monica tried to get on the show and all that sort of stuff after it, but it's like they've done the same thing. Mm. You should still have that person doing your hair. Yeah. And like whenever they had people like in the car, for example, when she was being an FBI informant and they were doing the drive-bys, the other people in the car are all blurred out. Yeah. So she's saying that she's not the only person behind the account. And that there's three or four other people, whatever. But there's been no desire to expose them. None of the accounts that I follow have talked about the identity of these people. Other than that, it's all a bit of a mystery. Yeah, other than the hairdresser. Yeah, yeah. I I think she's being truthful in that she's not the only person. And I probably maybe she was only doing the Jen Shaw stuff. But the stuff that was creepy to me was the camera, like fitting the cameras in her house and was she watching it? That was a bit weird. That's a violation of privacy. That's yes. a lot. But I also do feel like some of the other women, or like Heather especially, it's easier to blame Jen because Jen can't come back at you right now. She's yeah. oh, she's tipping away from prison on her. I don't know how <laughs> she's doing that. But you know what I mean? She's not there. And yeah. it's sometimes it's easier to say, oh, I was so scared of her and this and that. And it's like, well, she can't even defend herself at this point. And I don't think that she really deserves to defend herself, but it's, sometimes it's easier to blame the person that's not there. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, 
I'm so scared of her and this and that. But then in the meantime, she's almost made people in production lose their jobs. Mm. Can you imagine if Bethany got a hand, like got a sniff of the whole like, oh, production might have covered up. Yeah. Can you imagine? She'd be on that like a sniffer dog. Where is Bethany? We ha- we would normally have heard about it. I think she's in Australia pretty soon. <laughs> she's in Melbourne. <laughs> and it's we so can go and heck, we can be up in the up in those sides. Is what is it? The Muppets? Yeah, those old those guys. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> you and me. <laughs> Just, I would normally have loved to go see her. Bethany used to be one of my favorites. She used to be up there as one of my favorite housewives, and now she's just a little bit unhinged. A lot unhinged, actually. But I've I watched her the other week. She was, she's not doing as much. And you know those wild, chaotic eating videos that she was doing. A couple of parody accounts started taking her off. Like, yeah. and you know how the Kardashians have those ones that take them off, but they own it. They're like, yeah, and they share share it because yeah. they're like, that's yeah. us. This is how it is. I've noticed she's she's pulled it back in. She's scaled it back. She's used to call everything Davoon and she was like up in the camera eating and stuff and she's really pulled back a bit. So I think that the parody accounts have, I don't know. I think she's come to the realisation too that she can't keep biting the hand that feeds her. So much of her success has come from being on reality TV and so much of her focus became about bashing it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. When's the reckoning coming? Where's the reckoning? There a- <laughs> the reality reckoning. Anyway, um, that's about all I've got. I don't have yeah. a lot. I've been watching um, Southern Charms wrapped up. Southern Hospitality is good if you want to watch. You haven't been watching it, but no. they're, they're good. They've been yeah. Good. Very good. All right. Well, we yeah, should so- probably wrap it up. Thank you very much. I Yeah, I'll be good. I'll be fine. Let's get this cancer out of my body. Yeah. And because <laughs> 2024 is going to be so big for us, I want it to be amazing. So let's get this get get this thing cut off my face and let's start afresh. Yeah, call yeah. me if you need anything. I'll. I know you're in Geelong, but I'll I'll work it out. <laughs> Love you. I'll be there. Love you, so, Michelle. Yeah. Thank Take you. care, and I hope it's all okay. Thank you, and we will both be talking to all of you next week next week yeah all right see you later bye bye reality mums acknowledges the traditional owners of lands and waters that this podcast is recorded on